The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. This is one of 10, 10 episodes this week. We have uh, no Jason Lock and Fora on this show. We have a separate trade deadline preview that we posted a little bit later in the day, uh, looking at guys who could be dealt. Uh, one guy was actually traded in the middle of the show, which is exciting. Um, and uh, lots of information there, maybe some discussion about coaches who could be fired potentially during their bye week. But now, Oh yeah, by the way, download, subscribe, leave a five-star review, ask any question you want of any person who appears on the show, whether it's Brady Quinn, one of the super friends, Jared Dubin, um, who's also a super friend, but does the Monday and Thursday show and it joins me now. Dubs, uh, if, if, would you, would you be willing to answer any bizarre question that somebody may ask? Any bizarre question? Yeah. Like, what's your social security number? You know. Oh, yeah. It's, uh. One, two, three, four, five. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. I'm not sure what that is, but it seems like. Come on, person. you don't know Mike Jones. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. Come on. <laughs> no, Back no. then. Oh, come on. You, I actually you, gave that number to my friend once as a joke, and he thought it was my real number. Oh no! And he called it. <laughs> <laughs> he texted it. It's like oh. not a real thing anymore. Oh, did he get a text back? Uh, I don't know, yeah, but he was like, I texted you and you didn't answer me. I'm like, nah, dude, that's, that's, yeah, that's from my Mike Jones song. That's not a real number. <laughs> um, all right. The, uh, Miami Dolphins, man, real scorcher on Monday night. The Miami Dolphins at the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh minus 14, the over under. Oh, God dang it. Sorry, dude. I'm not supposed to tell you what the line is. Don't worry about it. I already saw cause they were discussing it in Slack. Ah, gotcha. Well, the Steelers are favored by two touchdowns. The Dolphins actually just traded Kenyon Drake. To the Arizona Cardinals? So he's instead of playing on Monday, he's going to play on Thursday now. It sounds like, uh, per Adam Schefter of ESPN, he could quote, see significant work because Chase Edmonds banged up, left the game on Sunday. Uh, David Johnson not expected to be ready with an ankle injury by Thursday. So possible that Kenyon Drake's like the starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday. That would be something else, wouldn't it? Yeah. The, uh, the Kenyon Drake, Zach Zenner backfield on Thursday night. That's what we've been waiting for all season. So you and I are going to have two separate conversations about Kenyon Drake on two separate teams in the same <laughs> what a world it is. Well, I guess technically now we're not going to talk about Kenyon Drake tonight because he's not on this team anymore. That's true. That's true. Uh, also out for the Dolphins, Rashad Jones and Daniel Kilgore. Xavier Howard, good Lord, this is a joke. Xavier Howard is questionable. They should sit him out. Why, why even play Xavier Howard this year? Um, James Conner expected to play for Pittsburgh. I, I think Jalen Samuels is listed as questionable. I would be stunned if he played. He's coming back from uh, surgery on his knee to repair a meniscus, I believe. Uh, Mark Barron, also questionable. Um, what uh, what interests you about this game, if anything? Nothing. Fair. I mean, fair. Look, the Dolphins are tanking. They stink. <laughs> it's Mason Rudolph's return, I guess, his glorious return to the starting lineup. Um, what do you think the Steelers will do on offense? Will they try and operate this Duck Hodges offense where it's like dink and dunk, ball, ball control, run the – I mean, this is a James Conner special, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters what they try to do offensively. I think they're going to have success almost no matter what they do. I mean, you look at this Miami defense, it's just bad at literally everything. You know, they're 30th in yards allowed per game, 32nd in points allowed per game, 32nd in defensive DVOA, 32nd against the pass, 32nd against the run, 30th in adjusted sack rate, 32nd in pressure rate, 32nd in adjusted line yards per carry. 32nd against passes to the left, 30th against passes to the right, 27th in passes over the middle, 30th against deep passes, 32nd against short passes, 32nd against runs to the left, 27th against runs to the right, and 26th against runs up the middle. I mean, whatever you want to do against this defense, you can do. And that's true, I think, whether or not Xavier Howard's on the field, you could just throw at the other corners, you could just throw over the middle, especially if Rashad Jones is out, like, Anything that teams have wanted to do against the Dolphins, they have been able to do without resistance on pretty much every play. And I don't expect it to be that much different for the Steelers. Mm. So Pittsburgh just blows them out. Like, what do they do when they get the ball? Just, I mean, do, I mean, just run, 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 run some more. Do they, are they going to do play action? Are they going to try and like get Mason Rudolph's confidence going here? I mean, that's because that's probably what I would do. Yeah, this I would like think- get Juju Smith to right game or something. It could be. I would think that James Conner is going to be the heavy focal point. That seems like what they've been wanting to do with the backup quarterbacks under center anyway. You know, he's a little bit banged up. And, you it's know, if Jalen Snell game, Benny Snell. Yeah, I was going to say, like, even if Jalen Samuels comes back, he's going to be a little bit banged up, too. So it could be if Samuels doesn't play, you know, Benny Snell, I think, had 17 carries. Uh, in week six when they were, you know, blowing the Chargers off of the field. I think that Benny Snell could get, you know, a decent amount of work again if Jalen, if Jalen Samuels doesn't play. And, and look, I think whoever they give the ball to is probably going to have success running. I mean, the Dolphins have not been able to stop the run at all. Not that they've been able to stop the pass at all, but they've been, you know, particularly bad against the run. And, you know, when you're able to, to have so much success running, I mean, it's, just, it's very tough for a defense to get off the field. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that they could try to get Juju going with one of those big games. Not, I don't know that they necessarily need to, though. This could be one of those games where they just, you know, play it safe, but are still able to put up, you know, 24 plus points or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. It's infuriating, by the way, that the, um, that Major League Baseball would have a game on a World Series game on Sunday. And not on Monday for the Dolphins Steelers. Like, put the game on Monday and go head to head with the Steelers Dolphins. <laughs> like, I don't, I can't watch the baseball game in the middle of Sunday night football. I can watch it in the middle of Monday night football though. Come on, man. Um, yeah, well, how could they have possibly known that they shouldn't have had a game on during the expected, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes battle last night that turned into a, an Aaron Rodgers, Matt Moore battle, which was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> What happens when uh, – this is it's unbelievable how bad this game is. Uh, what happens when <laughs> the Dolphins have the ball? Uh, are they – have you seen anything that leads you to believe they've gotten better? Is Ryan Fitzpatrick – should they even be starting Ryan Fitzpatrick? Why are they not examining Josh Rosen? Do you think Brian Flores knows what he's doing? I mean, it seems like organizationally they at least know what they're doing in terms of stockpiling draft picks. Um and just sort of hoping to improve their talent base that way. Uh, it's possible that Josh Rosen just doesn't have it, and they've decided that already. Um, he has not been put into position to succeed in either of his two stops. You know, obviously the Cardinals last year, they had 
the worst offensive line in the league, probably the worst crew of pass catchers in the league. And now he's basically operating with the exact same thing in Miami. Um, that said, like he's just been pretty terrible. Um, 53% completion rate, 5.2 yards per attempt, one touchdown, five picks. He's been really bad. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been better, but that doesn't mean he's been good. You know, 59% completions, 6.8 yards per attempt, three touchdowns, five picks. I mean, you can't come close to winning in the NFL with that level of quarterback play. I mean, this is a team that's scoring 10 points a game, you know, last in the NFL, 259 yards a game, second to last in the NFL, second to last in DVOA, second to last uh, in pass DVOA, second to last in run DVOA. The only team that's behind them uh, in all of those is the Jets, and that's because they were starting Luke Falk for four weeks. Um, you know, it's uh, – it's bad. The offensive line is bad. The running backs have been terrible. I mean, Mark Walton is now the lead back in this offense. Uh, he was cut by the Bengals after being their number three running back, and he was cut because he was arrested <laughs> three times in less than four months in the offseason. Um, you know, King and Drake, who, you know, we talked about earlier, just got traded, averaging three and a half yards a carry. Kalen Balage averaging less than two yards a carry. I mean, this is a, an offense that really does nothing well. It's it's like it's really hard to talk about the Dolphins. Like, why are the Dolphins on prime? Time? Why are the Dolphins on Monday night? Who who thought the Dolphins would be good? We knew all offseason this is a tank. Right. I understand that they had to get a Thursday night game because I think everybody plays on yeah, Thursday night. I once. get that. Um, doesn't really make sense why they're on Monday night football. Sure does. Um, I guess like Preston Williams is okay. We can see if he could do something. Like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's not like they knew that this was going to be a Minka Fitzpatrick revenge game at the start of the season. You know that trade only happened a couple weeks into the year. Right. Um, oh yeah. So do you think Minka Fitzpatrick gets his revenge on this team? I mean, it would be hard for him not to. Like, I don't know if he necessarily is a guy that comes up with, you know, like two picks and three sacks and two, four forced fumbles or something. But like the Steelers defense has actually been pretty good after those, yeah. you know, disastrous first couple of weeks. They're, you know, ninth in DVOA, 10th against the pass, 15th against the run. The defensive front has been pretty good. TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, but Dupree. Um, you know, the defensive backfield has even been pretty good. Basically, the only issue with the Steelers defense is that, like, Keith Butler still, for some reason, loves to cover slot receivers with linebackers and safeties that can't cover. Um, I'm just not sure that matters against the Dolphins offense. It's an interesting move, Keith Butler, but, you know, fire, shoot your yeah, shot. I'm sure you could get Wilson to complain about that some. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Keenan Allen's like his favorite guy to do it with, too. That's the hilarious part. Yeah, Keenan Allen, what did he have? Like 14 catches last year. Yeah. I mean, basically, the only reason it didn't matter a couple weeks ago was because the Steelers you know, forced turnovers on the first two possessions and we're up 14 nothing before, like, the first commercial. Um, all right, well, we can at least gamble in the game, I guess. So let's look at some props. Um, and I don't think I'm – I don't know if I was supposed to break or not, but we're not breaking. We're just going straight through. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick or Mason Rudolph, who has more passing yards in this game? Fitzpatrick over under 233, Rudolph 230. Um, jeez. Uh, nice. I guess Fitzpatrick, just because it seems like the Steelers may not have to throw all that much. Yeah, I guess. I mean, although I'm telling you, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like 
screw it. Let's get Mason Rudolph some confidence going. Let's chunk the ball down the field. I mean, and it's also possible. Like, I feel like this has happened twice already. The Dolphins could just pull Fitzpatrick. Like they've pulled him once. They've pulled Rosen once. Um, it's very possible that they could switch quarterbacks in the middle of the game again. That's, that's a great point. And in which case the under would hit as it did for the case Keenum, you know, had to leave. And so he couldn't hit the over on the, on Thursday night. He couldn't hit the over on his passing yards, which was a lock. Um, over under 73 and a half rushing yards for James Conner. Yeah, I'll go over there. The Dolphins can't really stop anybody. I think as long as Conner doesn't leave the game himself, he should be able to have a pretty nice night on the ground. Yeah, the only concern I would have is what you're referring to. I think like it could be a Benny Snell. I mean, it could end up being a Benny Snell game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that would be yeah. that would be the only thing I would be worried about, I think. That, but is is that going to happen if Connor doesn't actually leave the game early though? Like, are they going to get up fourteen nothing and then say, "All right, Benny Snell, close the game for us"? Seems like they would at least you know have Connor grounded out for a little while. Yeah, that's true. Or at least let Connor get to like a hundred rushing yards and then pull him. Yeah, yeah like it. Th- these guys are not pulling you know their running backs in the first half. You know, right. Um, you get, you, get it, you get it. You get halftime, and then you see like, all right, is it twenty-one nothing? Because if it is, it's time for uh, it's time for uh, Benny Snell, a Benny Snell dance party in the second half. I mean, even then though, I don't think coaches really pull guys before the end of like the third quarter. Maybe not. Juju Smith-Schuster over under sixty-one and a half receiving yards. <sighs> he only really needs one play to get there. Um, and especially if Xavier Howard's out, I think he could do that. You know, if he's working in the slot like the Dolphins, I feel like I just want to go over on all the Steelers guys and under on all the Dolphins guys. Yeah, I mean, the only reason you wouldn't want to go over on the Steelers is if they just, like, look, we're getting – one of two things is going to happen with the Steelers' offense. They are either going to go full turtle shell and just shorten the game, run the ball, play defense, and get out with a win – which is very viable, or they're going to try and light it up with Mason Rudolph to, to make him feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like yeah. I just don't, I don't feel like, and maybe that Mason Rudolph thing is, 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 it sounds fun in theory as we're talking about it on Monday morning, but it might is not it be possible to like light it up with Mason Rudolph. I mean, you look at the way he's played so far this year, I guess, you know, technically he did light it up against the Bengals who are, you know, as much of a non-entity defensively as the Dolphins. Um, you know, I wrote about this in the preview, though. In the other three games that he's played, I mean, he's 39 of 66 for 417 yards and a 90.3 passer rating, which is below average these days. You know, that's 59% completion, 6.3 yards per attempt against not the Bengals. Granted, the Dolphins are basically the Bengals, and he was 24 of 28 for 229 and two touchdowns in that game. So he could, you know, I, I don't want to say easily, but definitely conceivably do the same kind of thing against the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, look, look I don't want to act like the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl this year or anything, but, no, this, it's is, just, yeah. but this is a must win for them. I mean, they're coming off their bye. They have the Dolphins on Monday night, and they have a short week before they host the Colts next week. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be dead serious they should be on a three-game winning streak they should have gotten the ravens uh at home in week five and if they'd done that you know they'd be three and three instead of two and four and they have the dolphins colton rams at home 
then at Browns, at Bengals, and that Browns game is on Thursday night. So, and then Browns again at home in week 13, then at Cardinals. Like, they have a bunch of winnable games on the second half of their schedule that they can get by with a decent defense. And if, like, that's the question. Do you want to try and get Mason Rudolph going, or do you just want to get this win and get out as fast as possible and get to the next week? Because I think maybe the the latter would be the answer there, right? Like, you don't need to mess around and have Ryan Fitzpatrick you know, with the ball down five points or down seven points or down three points with, you know, five minutes to go in the fourth quarter here. That's, that's not what you want. Yeah. I mean, I think you try to do both if you can. You try to say, like, we're going to get Rudolph and our offense going and that's the way we get out of there quickly with a big win. Take, two, um, take two or three shots on the field, see if you can hit James Washington, Deontay Johnson or, or Juju Smith and like get these guys, you know, just get guys rolling a little bit, and then you can get downhill with Benny Snell and James Conner and just get out of here. Yeah, that. I mean, unbelievably, like, if they win this game, suddenly they're, like, a game and a half back of the playoffs, which makes, like, no sense and, on any level. <laughs> well, in the AFC, I mean, when you look at it, so obviously New England, um, and then you know, I, don't, I don't think they're, they're probably not going to catch Baltimore. But, I mean, like, you know, it's not, it's not out of the question. But, I mean, like, you know, New England, Baltimore, Indy, and Kansas City are all leading, right? And then you have – um the Houston yeah, Texans, mean, Buffalo they would be Bills. chasing the uh, the Texans and the Bills. The Texans right? and are they, five and three, they, but they play the Bills in in week fifteen. I mean, like the, their schedule, their schedule between now and week fifteen is or week sixteen, excuse me. Like so, over the next eight weeks, next nine weeks, I guess it's Dolphins, Colts, Rams, Browns, Bengals, Browns, Cardinals, Bills, Jets. I mean, that's you can win six or seven of those games. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough because I don't think it's a very good team, and I don't think Rudolph is necessarily the quarterback no. capable of like leading a you know six and two stretch. Um, I guess if the if the defense is just good, then I suppose it's possible. But I mean, I don't think they beat the Colts or the Rams the next two weeks. No, no, but I, like let's say you beat the Dolphins. And then you need to find a way to go one and one at home against the Colts and Rams. I think that's doable because the Colts are, the Colts will get down in the mud with you. Um, you know, if the defense is good enough to limit the Rams and get pressure on Jared Goff, you can make something happen. Um, then you got to sweep the Browns. It's just, it's got to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if you don't, if you lose to the Bengals on the road, then, you know, you can kiss the season goodbye. Yeah, you got to sweep the, the two Browns games, the Bengals, the Jets and the Cardinals. Yeah. And I don't know that I trust the Steelers to go five and zero oh in those five games, you know, probably not, probably not. But I'm, I'm just saying like, if you're, if you're, if you're Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, you know, you're not looking at this like, all right, we're two and four and the season is over. Right. Because you can't it, look at it like that. You traded your first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you got to be thinking we got to win these games. By the way, I floated to JLC on the trade deadline podcast. that will be out later today. Uh, I'm just curious what you think that they should, um, that they should, uh, that they should trade a 2021 first round pick for Phillip Rivers. No. <laughs> no? Right. I don't think they should be in the business of trading first-round picks. <laughs> 2020 second-round pick for Phillip Rivers? No, I mean, it's not like they're a Phillip Rivers away Are they not? from, like, being good, you know? Like... I mean, they're never going to do that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like... Right, especially, like, I do, I do not think Ben Roethlisberger would be super happy about that. No, he'd be very pissed off. But, but Phil's in his final year of his deal, so you would trade for him, then let him walk, and then Ben would come back. I'm just saying it would give you like a window. It wouldn't it be. I, that's I not a, 
I don't think you should be trading second round picks for a guy who walks at the end of the year and like can maybe take you to the playoffs at best. Especially like look at the way Rivers is playing this year. Um kill my I, stupid. I uh I like Phil Rivers and I think he's been one of the more underrated players in the league for a very long time. Right. But it seems like the end might be creeping up on him here. Oh boy. Um all right, this got dark very quickly. Uh let's get your pick and get out of here. What do you uh what do you think? What's the uh what's the final score here? I got 27-17 Steelers with Fitzpatrick leading two, like, dumb late touchdown drives. So backdoor cover by the Dolphins. Yeah. And that's why the millions of people will watch this stupid game on Monday night because there's fantasy involved uh, and there's gambling. And that's Although, a happy If joke. you've got fantasy players involved in this game, like, what are you doing? Like, I guess yeah, maybe Juju. you could have James Conner or Juju. Yeah. 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 I mean, if like, you've got I, anybody on the Dolphins, I think you need to reevaluate things. Yeah. Um, I've got, uh, although I do have, let's see, I need, um, Juju to go for less than 15 points. Okay. Let's do it. Possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, um, and then, uh, now I'm in a dog fight with, you know, I don't know if you know about the, uh, Devontae Parker, Sammy Watkins battle with, uh, with, with vaguely Ron. familiar with it. Like you who said that Parker was, I was like, better than I was like, Devontae Parker can have just as many receiving yards as Sammy Watkins. It was like, after the first week, it was like, that's so stupid. But now it's like sort right. of in play. I remember week one, Sammy Watkins. Throwback. And, uh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. All right. Follow Dubin, J.A. Dubin 5 on Twitter. Is that right? I think that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, read his uh, preview on CBSSports.com, and we will talk Thursday, buddy. Sounds good. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.